Welcome to another episode of the Zay Play Podcast. <coughs> you already know what it is. And here is your disclaimer. These are ideas, opinions, and thoughts meant to provoke discussion and um, new thinking. Um, nothing more than that. And if you don't like what I got to say, don't listen. All right. Man, it feels like it's been a while since I've had uh, this kind of state of mind where I feel like I'm good to do an episode. It's been a a rough few weeks there, y'all. We're not out the thick of it yet. Um, I'm definitely going to have some lingering side effects, but you know me. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep giving y'all what y'all need. So today looks like we got music and sports. Might get to, you know, the question of the week. And then, philosophy. You know what it is. I, I should probably start calling it something else. It's more like thought analyzation or um, just like pattern recognition or I don't know. But we'll come up with the word and we'll make it a section. But you you know what it is, team. Um yeah, I'm. you're just trying to stay in a positive mindset, try to keep it going. And it's not like I'm in a bad situation. I'm just in a bad place, you know what I mean, mentally. So uh, still showing up, though, still giving you guys some good episodes. So hopefully you guys enjoy. And, yeah, let's get right to it. All right, first off, let's do sports. Um, NFL? <laughs> That's basically what I got for y'all today. Um, start off with the, the Bears' embarrassing loss. Second week in Rome, by the way, in a terrible fashion to a team that they had actually had a chance of beating, but guess not. I mean, Justin Fields throws a pick six last two minutes of the game, which could have been a winning drive, but nope. Um I just don't understand the Bears thinking with him. I mean, unless you have an insane defense, I don't think a running quarterback's going to get the job done. He's going to get beat up. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's the receiver or if he's just not seeing – I don't know if it's the receivers or if he's just not seeing the throws. I I, I don't know, but overall very disappointed – um, if I remember, San Diego Chargers lost a close game. Um, New York somehow won. Go G-Men, I guess. Um, I know the Panthers won today and Pittsburgh won. Um, which is surprisingly, Pittsburgh played the Browns, which I'm surprised because the Browns... Oh, no, they didn't just play. They didn't just play. Um Uh, what, Tampa Bay won, Packers lost. You know, sometimes, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, the good with the bad. Got the Falcons W. Um, I think, what, Tennessee won? It's a dangerous team there. I think the Colts, I'm not sure if they won or lost. Pretty sure the Bills won. So, uh, I think Baltimore beat the Bengals and Kansas City won. 
So overall, a pretty decent week. Nothing too crazy, nothing too out of the pocket. Just that tough Bears loss. Uh, Saints won tonight. Yo, no, yeah, Saints beat the Panthers tonight, actually, in a surprise comeback. So I wish I could have caught the end of that game. I was flying. But, um, yeah, NFL season, you know, kicking off with a bang. I'll try to keep you guys updated on the games, especially when it comes to playoffs. I'll definitely be rattling off my thoughts there. But overall, I think, you know, the Ravens are going to be a team to watch out for. The Cowboys won as well. Cowboys are going to be a team to watch out for. You know, Philly, always a team to watch out for in Kansas City. And then the Bills are in the running, too. So keep your eyes peeled. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I think the Jets lost. Pretty sure the Jets lost as well. But, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, it's going to going to round out the sports take big week in music this week big week i mean they came hard for the beginning of fall i don't i don't know what this you know what I'm saying? i don't know what pushed them to to put this out right now but i guess it's the start of the fourth quarter and we coming in strong in the hip-hop game look we got flatbush um even though this album's been out it's on streaming we got ransom giving us an ep Fire. Go check that out. Black Thought with the single. You know, the Black Sopranos with Benny. You know, they had to come through. Solid song right there. Got Cousin Stiz. Classic little single. We got Marlon Craft and Logic hooking up for a single. White Boys Go Off. And we have The Alchemist putting out a little, I'm pretty sure it was an EP. It might be, an, might be an album or a single, but The Alchemist is coming. With Earl, Drake put out his little single, but also pushed back his album. And then Nas came with that album, bro. Magic 3 with Hit Boy. Absolute fire. So, oh, there's a song on there with Lil Wayne. Never Die? Nah, bro. Keep that heat away from me. Turn somebody into a supernova, bro. But... Yeah, that's uh, music is actually surprisingly going well. Um, something I also did want to talk about is this like, oh, there was also Lil Durk and Sexy Red, which is which is I don't I don't understand this craze. Like, Sexy Red just got she got famous like Glorilla. She she got two good songs. They trying to bump her, but it ain't. I'm I not seeing it. I don't think it's gonna work, but. You know, maybe I'm not the best. Maybe I'm not the professional here. But I, I, I give it two years. I don't think she has the talent like that. I'm not hating. You know, get your money while you can. But I just, I'm not seeing it, yeah. And I don't understand, like, the female hip-hop game is going down this, like, funnel the same way hip-hop went down this, like, weird funnel of kind of just degrading. We need hip-hop to go back underground, reform itself, and come back. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. The, I want to say it was the early 2000s. It had to be like Diddy and 50. The way we had to go about marketing and portraying hip-hop for it to be successful ultimately led to its degradation. But to be successful back then, you had to market like that. So I don't... It, it, it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, but still. Sheesh. 
But the good thing about that is that there will always be a spot in hip-hop that isn't degraded. So, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be talking down on on new artists. Maybe I'm just hating, but that's just the way I see it. We could we could hold it to a higher standard than what we do. There needs to be a separation in hip-hop, for sure, but that's just me. Um, other than that, the state of music is pretty good. Things seem to be flowing pretty well. No big hiccups, no big major terrible stories, so all's good that is good, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's going to do it for music. My bad, my bad, that is not the end of music. I forgot Rod Wave dropped. Diddy, Diddy also dropped. And uh, there's one more person I'm forgetting, but that's actually okay. So we're going to go with Artist of the Week. Ransom. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. You know I'm a Ransom fan. And uh, that EP is just fire. You just got to put respect on that EP. But uh, Music of the Week, though. Song of the Week. Gotta go never die. <laughs> Magic 3, Nasa Hip Boy. Lil Wayne. Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne. That's that dude. You hear that lighter flick. For sure. Lit that whole track up, yo. So, definitely a, a great week for hip hop. Great week for uh, the culture. Um, go check that out. Also, I will be posting more music on my Instagram. And I'm going to keep the playlist updated. Don't forget that. I'm pushing it. Um, but yeah, just uh, that's going to be the end of music. Just had to add that in there, y'all. Had to add that in there. Okay, now to get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Whew. All right. The first thing I wanted to talk about was... Getting feelings back. Reese, so uh, I've been thinking about marriage and love and, and stuff a little bit. And I think that if in a relationship there's a feeling of love and then there's reasons. Now, love as feelings in general come and go. But the reasons are why you stay to see why. Well, the reasons are why you stay to see if the feelings come back. And they're also proof slash evidence for the feeling in the first place. So oftentimes when people say they're in love, they they can give reasons. But love to me, it's not just a willingness, but it's greater than the sum of its parts. So the reasons that make up why you love um, aren't don't like add up to love there's there's something about them coming together as a unique thing that makes love um the outcome kind of like when you layer like a like we're we're a collective body of cells okay tissues organs you know make up systems that create our body but you would probably say that a human is more than just the cells that make up their body. 
Um, and I think you can apply kind of the same concept to love. And so I ultimately think that um, that's how a lot of marriages end up going. The feeling comes and goes. And I think in a time where focus is not the main priority, you're going to, impatience isn't promoted, you're you're going to not be able to find that feeling as fast or as quickly as you want once it's lost. That's just me. But um, just something I've been thinking about recently. Um, something else I've been thinking about is I, I, I've discussed um, being born the man and um, becoming the man um, before. And this is kind of an extension of that argument. So and I guess it's more relates to a soldier, the life of a soldier versus the life of, I don't want to say a general because I feel like they're like in this instance, what I'm talking about, these two people slash things are very equal. There are guys like, okay, maybe I should approach it like this. There's a cerebral approach that you can have in life versus a very um, rational approach. So if you go by ration, you have to, you're, you're limited in a sense to the physical world. Now, some people dominate the physical world. So rationale, ration to them, rationalizing things and boiling things down to um, physical matters and terms um, is very effective for them in their life. They don't give themselves room to, emotion does not have value. But the, there's a cerebral side of things. And this is what a lot of people don't, well, I shouldn't say a lot because more people are starting to realize this, but to me, it seems like you need some sort of a balance. Like I'll put it this way, unless you can dominate one end or the other, you need to have some sort of balance, right? So when I talk about being cerebral, I'm talking about being able to get an appreciation for things that don't necessarily have physical value. So like spending time with your children or traveling with your friends and going to new different places um, and like sitting in those moments, watching a sunset is cerebral, right? So learning to balance the cerebral side of things and the rational side of things is important especially in terms of love in a relationship. Now, details for this, I can't really, I don't know, I can't really go into too too much detail without, without feeling like I'm not walking on two legs. It's, it's hard to say. But, I guess the the fact of this is that the brain um, can addict itself to things that 
wouldn't naturally occur. There's deviances and the brain allows for these. Why? I'm not sure. It's a human aspect. Uh, I mean, you can maybe contribute it to creation um, or like layered consciousness could be a thing. But um, lately, it like, okay, so the bonus is about being like rationalizing things and like boiling things down to a physical limit is that you it, it's very grounding. You know where you stand, you know what things are. And you know the steps to improve and to get better. Now, there are some aspects you can't, like some things you're given in life. Like if you're a paraplegic, you could have been, you could be born a paraplegic or if you lose an arm, you lose an arm. You know what I mean? If, if you're not a fast person, if you don't have the muscle density or the height, like you can't change your height. Like these are things that when, when you try to rationalize them and, and, and boil them down, like you got to, you got to put an L in that category, bro. You just, you just do. Plus, there's always someone better. You know what I mean? Like, no, not anyone can. Comp- I don't know. There are some people who completely dominate the physical world. I mean, like LeBron. I mean, he's not. He doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, be cerebral about things, even though he probably is about a lot of things, because once you reach a certain level of. I guess, like rationalization and like physical prowess you pro- it probably gets bored to you to a degree. So to master both is is probably the key. But here's the thing with being cerebral, right? And this kind of ties into my next point. If you make yourself if you say this, right? Well, yeah, this is a different point. I'll I'll bring it up later, but being cerebral allows for you to enjoy more, but also allows you to be hurt by more. So you can enjoy a sunset and have it, you know, really be a moment in your life and be impactful, but you can also suffer from not getting one because there's that duality to pain and joy. So you kind of have to understand that to a degree and you tune into certain things to a certain level, right? So it, I'll put it this way, right? The more you let you, yourself enjoy something, the more it may hurt when it's not there. You know what I'm saying? And the more something hurts, the more the the more joy you'll feel when that pain goes away. I think it's a natural human response. So uh, this just been some of my thoughts, and I think um I'm on I'm on a little bit of a line there, but um nothing <clears throat> Nothing too crazy. And it's hard. Like, dualities aren't exactly the best. But they're simple enough for humans to understand. That is as far as I know. I'm not going to get quantum with it. And then there's this idea that kind of follows that concept, right? If you had the power to affect something, does that make you partially responsible for the outcome? And if you didn't have the power to affect something... Um, does that, does that feeling of powerlessness overweigh the pain of not being able, of messing up? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, does it overweigh the, the pain of that responsibility? Cause if you had the power to do something, then, um, and you didn't do it right, 
you're somewhat responsible for the mess up. But if you didn't have power and you were powerless, you can't be responsible. But are you okay with being in that state? And I guess you could kind of say, I should have lined this up for question of the week, but maybe that's just what I'll do. I'll have that be the question of the week. Um, what What's worse, powerlessness or guilt? Those are two, uh, two things that are interesting right there. And speaking of question of the week, let me go back to... Oh, 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 this is great. This is great. I actually have two. This is perfect. So, yes, last time I talked about the best kind of love. And I'll go into more detail on that now. But let me write down this question of the week. We're doing guilt versus powerlessness. Or it's not it's not really guilt, but it's like responsibility. Or I'll put failure. Ooh, failure is a good word. But um, yeah, no, the, the, I'm gonna label that as question of the week, and then I'm gonna answer <clears throat> my question of the week from last week. So, question of the best kind of love. Now. I should have been a little bit more precise in narrowing down what I'm talking about here, but I'm talking about romantic love. Well, I guess we can be broad, right? So first I'll say romantic love is probably the best kind of love to feel. Now, is it the best love in general? Maybe not. I think mother to child is probably, or like parent to child is probably the one, some of the most genuine love you will ever feel in your life. But um, romantic love feels the best to be, to be within, to experience. And I've talked about how like love can be, love often works in this way, right? You have one person who is willing to give up things for the other person. Both people should be willing to, but it often works as in like, there's you can get joy and a good feeling from some from giving your will like your will but also receiving someone else's will and receiving like their sacrifices um that is a rewarding feeling as well but let let's dive even deeper into this romantic love what is the best kind of romantic love and I'm going to, there's all different kinds, but there, I think you can kind of narrow the gap a little bit. Let's, let's try to categorize some of these in more broad stroking categories, which is hard to do because it's hard to set the right parameters to pick what, um, what is the best kind of love, uh, when it comes to romantic love, but you have like um maybe maybe I, we shouldn't go down maybe this is a topic for a different week because i just don't have the parameters and like the actual definitions that i want to construct they just aren't coming to mind so 
might leave that one in the air. But yeah, I think uh, just some general kind of philosophy ways of I've been thinking about life lately. Um, should talk about a revelation I kind of had as well, right? I guess we'll go into a little bit of personal now. This is going to be a long section. I just I just want to record this straight through. So you're not going to get any stops here, I don't think. But I kind of am at an impasse about how I feel about relationships. And I've kind of been here for a little bit. And just relationships with people in general, right? There are some of us who, when we try, it's a lot easier to get what we want. Like, it's like basketball. Some people are very naturally gifted, so they have to they have to put in less effort to get the same result. I think the same is with people. Some people are easier to like and enjoy than others, just naturally. So when they actually try to be a personable person, it's it does wonders for them and it's easy. And the vice versa is probably true too, right? There are some people who are naturally harder to like. So they have to try twice as hard to be liked or be enjoyed by other people. So the idea I have here is, is that for some people, the effort is worth it. And for some, it isn't. And I've just found that the effort to try to influence or communicate like communicate what you want just is not effective for me like i consider myself to be a decent communicator i enjoy words using words trying to portray things i'll work things out i try to reserve my anger but that isn't going to that is not always enough for just who i am <clears throat> so I'm kind of taking a different approach about it. Um, it's one of those things where I'm going to do me no matter what. And you just have to do that. And then you have to release your expectations. And this kind of comes into play with what I was talking about earlier about what you expect from something can affect how much you enjoy it or don't enjoy it. So... If you let yourself enjoy something, so like if you let yourself enjoy a friendship to its highest degree, right, and you become emotionally invested, when that thing leaves, it's going to hurt you. Or when that friendship ends, it's going to hurt you. But let's say you stay neutral. Let's say you didn't enjoy it, but you didn't hate it. You took it as it came. Let every moment go. What would that be like? And to me, that's a numb feeling, but it's operable. It's better than the reverse, in my opinion, or it's better than the worst case scenario. And the way I kind of portray this um, idea is like people can betray you at any point. It's not really you don't you can't control other people, even though love and like our feeling of worth comes from our ability to kind of influence and get what we want. I think that, especially when it comes to dating, you can't have that sort of mentality, right? Even like kind of even within marriage, right? 
a, a, a true relationship, you can trust the other person. So why would you set boundaries for them when they will set them themselves? You cannot set boundaries for people, other people. Those people will set their boundaries for themselves. People choose, people, people make choices, okay? People, I don't think often things just don't happen. People choose based off of whether they feel like they deserve something or not or whatever. You can only choose how you want to be in a relationship. I can choose the type of friend I want to be. You cannot force that expectation onto others. And this, you know, we're going to circle back to last episode. And this has to do with my monogamy conversation, right? You can choose to be monogamous. You can't choose that for your partner. Just isn't true. So putting the labels and like trying to dictate things just does not work. You can express an expectation, but I mean, we disappoint our parents all the time and they still love us. So if you truly love someone, and this, this is the hard part, right? To love someone enough to not care is difficult because it's the opposite of what love is in a way. See what I'm saying there? You can kind of walk that line in a weird way. And this is going to, I don't know, personally, this is, this is my personal thing with people, right? All you can do is express and express what you think. But I also like, am not, I'm not lowering my expectations, but I'm just not expecting more than maybe from the average person. I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to wrap my mind around right now. I don't know what the best way to put it is. Well, I'll keep it simple, right? The next relationship I enter, I'm not going to have a talk about like monogamy and me be, because it, it it's there's no point in it to me like people will do what they want to do. Someone can ex- like for me to express my expectation almost doesn't matter, right? Because they're going to whatever. Oh, I told you what I expected. It, it doesn't like if they don't want to know your expectation, they don't they really don't care and it doesn't matter what your expectation is. So you got to let people show you what they want to do. You really do. Um and I guess, you know, a part of me thinks, well, that's going to be boring, Isaiah. Well, why would you do that? That's not going to be, you're not going to enjoy that. Because I, I'm I'm a generally pretty cerebral person. Like, I like to think about things. I can enjoy things from a metaphysical perspective, in my opinion. Um, I like emotions to a degree. I think feelings sometimes allow you to get that life feeling Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm alive. That feeling comes from like emotions and like laughing and crying every day. Obviously, you're alive if your heart is beating. Do you know what I mean? But being alive and in pain is different than being alive and like enjoying life. It's just what it is like surviving. So 
<coughs> to me, the way like I kind of plan on going about things in the future is to be honest, you know what I'm saying? To, to carry my virtues, but to not leave myself exposed to the disadvantages of being a virtuous person. So the, the problem with being a virtuous person is that once people find out, they tend to lean on you in certain ways that you might not enjoy. But I, I, I believe it's the right path to follow. I don't believe that. I just don't believe in playing the game. I don't believe in trying to manipulate someone to get to do, get them to do what you want. I believe in letting people be as free as possible. And if they choose you, they choose you. And it's hard to like be like, hey, you're free to do whatever you want to do. If you want to be with me, we can do that. But if you don't, I still like to love someone through that isn't that's tough. But that's the way I kind of think about it now. And and to get to that place, right, you kind of have to. It's like a revolving door. You can come in, but I can't guarantee you you're going to find what you want. You see what I'm saying? So. I, I just right now in my life, I just do not have the capacity or the. I would even say skill to genuinely care for another person. My life right now is full. Partially because I got to rework on myself again. I, I'm re like, this is definitely a part of the mindscape build is to solidify my mind in the idea that why, why, what did you expect, bruh? What did you expect? You expected something? Well, why? That's the thing. Was it was it not an expectation on yourself? Well, what what are you expecting from other people? They're going to let you down. So there's that on that. A little bit of a rant, but um more about like things I realized is like I've always thought of myself as a foundation and a center root for what I believe to be a fam what I want is a family, you know what I mean? To to be a father and to to lead a household would would make you know would change my life. But things are not always as they seem, right? Sometimes to be a foundation, you have to be a sole pillar. Foundations don't always get families. Foundations don't always live a great life. And uh, sometimes you, you, you like you're called to do your calling. So it's not something I can run from, but it's something that my eyes have been opened up to is that, hey, the way you thought you were going to live your life and do things doesn't exactly mean it's going to happen. In the, in the way you pictured it, do you know what I mean? It's just not a privilege that we all get. So, yeah. And and to round out this conversation and, and just the pot in general, I just want to talk about hope. 
Hope is a tricky thing, my friends. Do not become addicted to hoping. And I guess that's what I'm trying to like resurrect in my mind right now is, is maybe I am a hope addict. And I need to hope is sometimes it, I need to not expect ex, like expecting hope and or similar lines, but you guys know what it is. But anyway, team, that was the episode. Hope you all enjoyed. And um, I just want to thank you for listening. Aim it, don't tame it. One step at a time. Make progress. Get 1% better. And uh, be easy, team. We're coming into fall. We're coming into cuff a little bit of cuffing season. You know what I'm saying? So I hope y'all are doing good. I'm doing a little bit better. I'm not the best. Still a lot of pain. Still a lot of unsureness in my mind about things. But, you know, you got to put one foot in front of the other. And yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's not, you can say your choice. You can say what you want to do, but you got to just keep going. So, yeah, that's how life's doing me, but is what it is. All right, team. I think that's enough for today. Um, Thanks for listening, and I'll definitely catch you guys on the flip. Um, Yo, check out the social media. Also, quick announcement. I don't know if I said this earlier, but I am doing things by seasons now in the film review every two weeks. Second podcast is coming called Critically Social. Keep your eyes peeled for that. That's going to be a little bit more refined, a little bit more structured. Still just as fun, but it's going to be a little bit different. So check that out. Um, Patreon will be launched hopefully by the second week of October to where it's fully accessible and everyone can do their thing and we have things running well so yeah little announcements but there you go be easy team zay out